Comics Quest. For those who want to get into comics but don't know where to start, I am your host, J.D. Martin, and listeners, we are back. We're doing okay. Um, I know a long time ago we said we were going to go to therapy. However, that is still not the case, and yet we're still pushing on through uh, throughout daily life. I'm happy you're here, and I'm happy that uh, two weeks in a row I have a first-time guest. I know that's weird for me. Usually I have the same five people on, and you still come back to the podcast. I don't understand how, but here we are. Uh, But today I have a really wonderful guest. You may know them from their amazing horror blog at gorycory.com, or you may know them from their podcast, Scream Teens. Or if you are any dork like me, you are an avid listener of the KingCast and you subscribe to their Patreon and have heard them on two fantastic Patreon-exclusive episodes from the KingCast. Uh, but wherever you've heard of them, you know you've heard of them and you know you love them. So please welcome to Gory Corey. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. This is, uh, this is nerve-wracking as hell. Uh, it's it, it it always is meeting someone new, especially when it's like when we we've talked for like five minutes prior to recording. <laughs> no matter how many times I've done this, doesn't matter that this is the fifty sixth episode. Wow. I think. God, I that's um... awesome. <laughs> yep, and I have another podcast, and I also go on way too many other podcasts because I can't <laughs> say no. Uh, I feel that so. Today, we're actually discussing, so I think this is actually the first time uh, I have had, well, actually, no, this isn't the first time. This is maybe the second time that I've had a comic recommended to me for an episode. Uh, the first time, I believe, was my friend Case Aiken, uh, who's a regular on the show, suggested we do the Squatch Supreme, and that was a great episode. But today, Corey, uh, when I texted you about this, you mentioned we should read Count Crowley. Reluctant Midnight Monster Hunter by David Dustmulshin and Lucas Kettner and Lauren Aff. Um and I'm so happy you did. <laughs> okay, I'm this so is glad. this this combines everything that I love. It has it's comic it's a comic, it's got horror, it's hilarious, it's got a badass woman at the front with uh with a cloak and a pumpkin necklace at all times. She's kicking ass, and her name is Jerry. Everything about this is just everything i've ever wanted in every in anything i love it yeah this is definitely i mean i i'm not a huge comic fan but i do really enjoy them and this is definitely one of the best i think probably my favorite ever that i've ever read i love it and it's so underrated um i love everything david dosmolchen does so when i found out that he was writing a comic i was like absolutely sign me up and he did yes amazing as always yeah yeah, and you can you can definitely tell uh, like throughout this comic his love for yeah. schlocky horror for uh, for shows like uh, The Last Drive-In and mm-hmm. uh, and like Spangoolie and all that stuff like and I believe like there's actually one show that he mentions uh, at the at the end of the trade uh, there's like a little note that he has uh, one called uh, Creature Features from Cremate. Uh, Cremacia Mortem. I'm probably saying that incorrectly. Uh, David, please correct me. And if and, and you know you can come on the show if you want. You're never going to come on the show. It's okay. I understand. He's a very busy. He's a very busy boy. Yeah. Uh, uh, and actually, uh, it's funny because right now, as of recording, there is 
a new, a uh, new they're, one. They're, the sequel series is out. Yeah, yeah. the uh, amateur Midnight Monster Hunter, which I have yet to pick up. Me as well. I haven't got. But rest assured, I am. I am. I am picking that up, <laughs> uh, especially after reading this, because I'm like, I need. I need more. Yeah. I need, I need yeah. more. <laughs> I'm waiting for uh, for the Boston Library to add the second volume. <laughs> <laughs> Libraries are a lifesaver. They are the best. Uh, yeah, I, I I honestly haven't gone to a library in so and in, in so long just because I am I'm someone where like I have to like own the piece of physical media mm-hmm. in my house. Um, as you and, and you know, listeners, you you don't see this, but you know, every person who ever enters the Comics Quest HQ, aka you know a video call you know i every, they can always see like oh jd has way too many movies <laughs> as you should and yeah uh, as as everyone should everyone should have too many movies uh why you know why do i have two copies of the movie mirror mask who can say uh but here we but here we are uh yeah so i got really Corey. into the library scene over quarantine because right before quarantine started we moved my family moved from Connecticut to Arizona, so we had to, like, get rid of all of our stuff and, like, everything <laughs> we owned, basically. So then I found out the libraries have, like, every movie, every comic ever. And so I was like, oh, and all for free. So it was really nice. I That's the best part about libraries. They're yeah. free. They're amazing. And they're so underused. I know I we uh so I I live I live close to uh, the town I work in Burleson and there is a library there I have not checked it out and I've been should. dying to every once in a while like and I've like I've lived out here for like for like four years I should um maybe one day uh <laughs> maybe one day I'll stop I'll I'll like stop cut my comic trip cut my comic book trip short and just head over to the library but until then Corey uh would you like to give a quick rundown on what this comic is to the loveliest listeners sure so the comic follows jerry who is a journalist kind of down on her luck she you know got a big break and kind of blew it uh or at least that's what everyone thinks of her she has a horrible reputation she's an alcoholic she's just kind of having a really rough time and so uh her brother runs a tv station and kind of gives her like a last shot to be a horror host kind of like an Elvira type uh, called the reluctant uh, the, and she's a reluctant monster hunter, basically count called count Crowley, which was like a, a show that's been going on for years with many, with like, I think two different counts that we meet. Mm-hmm. And um, she obviously doesn't want to do it because she's just kind of not that type of person uh, but she does it anyways, and she finds out that the role comes with a lot more responsibilities than just being on TV. Yep, that responsibility, of course, be be you know, kind of being referred to in the subtitle <laughs> of this comic. You know, she's got a she's got to deal with monster bullshit, mm-hmm. and any and anything that lets that lets me just like like experience the, like and every person just being like. Oh, god monsters really is the best i'm like i'm getting like because like as a kid the monster squad over the goonies every single day and i'm still that way uh anybody who says the goonies is better i i appreciate you i i your opinion is valid however you are wrong uh and that is solely because that movie has the line wolfman harris nards 
and it has a Stephen King Rules t-shirt, Andre Gower for life. So this comic uh, has has actually been on my radar for a very, very long time. Um, I, like when it was announced, because I follow David on, on social media. So this has been on my radar like for years since he announced it. And it finally took you. <laughs> To, to, to finally be on my show and I was like I, I, I do need to read this finally and I'm like I said earlier I'm very very glad I did um, so where, where where do we want to start with this I don't know uh, where do you usually start uh, anywhere anywhere the conversation takes us <laughs> okay uh, well, maybe I'll just first start by talking about like the way that it so clearly play, pays like such an incredible homage to like horror hosts of the past and also horror comics of the past. It is, it does such a good job at really incorporating the fun campness of, you know, all the, the older horror comics that really made a lot of people fall in love with horror. And I think it's so much fun, uh, especially cause we get to see a lot of different monsters. Like we see in just the first issue, we see werewolves and um, we see a zombie and, they mention vampires, I believe. So there's a there's a lot a lot of monster potential, which I think is really fun, and it really reminded me of Scooby Doo because I am like the biggest mm. Scooby Doo fan. So it was like kind of a more grown up version of that, and it really just it made me so happy to read it. Yeah, you you mentioned Scooby Doo. I I <laughs> I too was a Scooby Doo kid. Uh, Zombie Island was my first horror movie. Yes. Uh, yes, yes, everyone. Scooby Doo on Zombie Island is a horror movie. It is still at the age of twenty four, fucking terrifying. Scooby Doo uh, is horror. And, it's a horror series. Yes, franchise. it is. Yeah. Yes. Uh, it's it's fine. Look, look. We have the horror trope of like you know kids getting together, going where they shouldn't, and smoking weed. <laughs> that is exactly what they it's do. They go where yeah. they should. Yeah. You know, like we we like we've known for years that they, of course, like <laughs> smoke weed. That's why. That's why when I was, you know, as I, I still love that as a very small child, my mother took me out of school, uh, like halfway through the day, so we could go see the live action Scooby Doo movie. Oh, and of course, at, at the young age, I didn't get the joke of like they're making the joke of the, of the smoke billowing out of the mystery machine. Yeah. I didn't get the joke as a, as a kid. I get it now. Hi, baby. Everyone, smoke has been made canon once again. She is making her appearance and making her uh, guest host uh, hostness uh, available. I I can't speak English. English is a weird language, uh, and none of us actually know how to speak it. Um, but yeah, I, I, I completely agree. I love that. I love the, the, uh, we have Friar Fear and the, yes. and another character that pops up at the end, uh, of one of the issues that's, that are just really great. They're like, they, they're like all the horror hosts of like, they remind me, reminding me of like the creep from creep show totally. and, uh, all, and all, and all the, all the, like the horror hosts from like house of mystery and house mm-hmm. of horrors of like the old and all the old EC comics. And yeah. you know that. David grew up on that stuff and was like, you know, sneaking, sneaking that around like we all did when we were kids. Uh, unless you had a mom who took you to go see Scooby-Doo and let you watch Blade um, <laughs> at far, far too early of an age. Um, I love you, mom. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I love I love the very playful vibe while also telling a story of, uh, as you mentioned, like 
she she quote unquote blew her shot um uh, which we quickly quickly realized that that's yeah, not really the case. not the case it's just and and also we should mention this comp uh, for the for the listeners uh who haven't read this yet um it's this is set in 1983 so this is set in a time that is far removed and yet feels way too modern in some in certain regards Definitely. uh yeah so this comic opens with with you know that very thing of like we talk about jerry being alcoholic and she is you know dealing she's you know unfortunately dealing with that she's uh drinking boxed wine in a tent at a renaissance fair <laughs> which honestly like i feel like for a lot of people that that is actually like kind of a dream for, <laughs> for some people like it's like we could it's like wait we found the stash of boxed wine hell yeah let's go hard uh here though it's just like oh geez th this is this is ju this just sucks uh and in and you're like i really want you to get help i really want you yeah. to, to help yourself because it uh, i mean it really is like hurting her and you can see how much it's impacting her and the people around her absolutely and because right because right after that what does she do she kind she tried because she's back in her she's back in her hometown she's in a and she's in a very small town like i and I, I see that like being from texas i've lived in small i've lived in small towns like i i see i know these people and you know she's back away from cleveland where she was a big shot and she was like doing like hard-hitting investigative journalism and now she's covering the renaissance fair mm -hmm. and so she's trying to like hold that back and like still be a hard hitting is like oh like your wine like you say your wine is is like is like a connoisseur's wine but actually you're just giving the cheap cheap boxed wine and she winds up making a fool of herself because of because of this and she gets fired by her brother who runs the station and mm -hmm. you're and and you just your heart breaks because you're like you clearly see that this woman like like wants to be better yeah and wants to be and wants to be something and wants to be you know a wants to make something of herself once again and you know it's just like she's just fucking up so hard yeah <laughs> as we all do we all fuck up and so he's just like all right look i can give you one last shot you're not gonna like it but here here's a job served up on a silver platter just wear a cloak and face paint and introduce a, a dumb schlocky horror movie and you and you know we get to keep you on and she's like oh really fuck that i'm out of here <laughs> goes to a bar uh picks up a guy um go her and she's like fuck i have to make rent <sighs> all right i love my brother i'll do this and she does it and we get Crow we get Count Crowley. We get this amazing, iconic look with like the fishnets oh, on the it's arms. It's so good. That was the thing uh, that drew I, me to the comic. I was like, "This is the best look I've seen in years." Yeah, she like she looks like she's a horror superhero. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and like that's that's what I want. I want more of that. And like this feels almost like this is leading. This is like the the hero origin story of like eventually like this is gonna be full-fledged monster hunter shit and yeah you know that's what i want and but like unlike you know other origin stories i'm just like oh this is actually fun <laughs> yeah. 
sometimes origin stories can be boring. That's yeah. why that's why people groan whenever it's like, oh, another superhero origin movie. Gag. I get it. Child, what are you doing? Oh no. She oh no. What are you doing? The child is getting into things she shouldn't. I know, baby. I know. Here you go. What? I did what you want. She's looking with the big anime eyes. Because <laughs> they always do. Uh, right. We have, pa- I feel like we've passed the 15 minute mark. We're going to get into heavy spoilers. Um, the werewolf look is great. I love it. It's I so love good. werewolves. Yeah. I was such a werewolf kid. So to see that really, really made me so happy. And uh, I thought it was such a good reveal too. Because at first you don't really know what's going on and then we come back to it and it's really, really just a perfect, I don't know. It, it The one thing about this comic too is that it feels so cinematic, like the way it's staged. You really can see it happening like it's a movie and that werewolf scene is so intense and so good. It's, I just, I want to see it on screen so badly. <laughs> I know, and uh, and and this is where we announced to everyone that we are finally that we are getting we are making our Count Crowley movie, uh, and and Corey is playing Jerry Butler. Uh, <laughs> no, she does I don't have, have to. to look. She d- she does have to cut her hair. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, no, we're not. I wouldn't I make you do that. <laughs> I mean, you, hey, like, like, I, 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 I'm, I'm legitimately thinking, like, I'm going to, uh, a, I'm going to the Dallas Fan Expo next month. And oh, nice. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna put together a cosplay, and I'm, I'm looking at this like, should I? Do it. I could pull it. I could pull it off. Yeah, that's another uh, thing about it is like it's a pretty easy costume to make yourself, so it's perfect. Yeah. It's also, um, and I'm, I'm, good lord, I'm blanking on her name, but the main character in Something Is Killing the Children is the same way. My friend Angela, uh, who everyone, you, you'll know, she's here on the show, and we have a podcast, Fables and Reflections. Uh, she's been talking about, you know, someday she's going to be cosplaying uh, that character from Something Is Killing the Children because it is very easy. It's just white t-shirt, blonde hair, and one part of that blonde hair is covering the eye that is... Uh, has black rings around it because she doesn't sleep. And it's like, it's perfect. Yeah. And it's, it's it's like Billy it's Loomis like, or something. It's like, you know it when you see it, but it's also easy to put together. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, yeah, like I, I too was a werewolf kid back to the monster squad. Like the werewolf was one of my favorite character, my, one of my favorite parts of the, of the, the monsters because, and, and it reminds me a lot of, of how David plays with it here of like, the reluctant werewolf of you know someone who is just burdened with this curse and like he is like pleading for her to kill him because he's just like i am like i'm gonna hurt i can't can yeah i can't continue to hurt people i can't you know like i i don't want to do this anymore and she's just like get the fuck off me man i'm i'm just trying to go home and get drunk yeah she has no idea what's going on and that was that's kind of the whole thing is that she has no idea just what Count Crowley, like what accepting that role is accepting. And it, I thought it was interesting too when she goes to see the original Count Crowley and he's like, you can't do it. You're a girl. God, and I, I, 
I, I look at I think Lucas Kettner put this in the notes in the back, but he mentioned that like that was that character right here was his favorite to draw because he was just such like as he put it like every every line he says you instantly facepalm because it is such a sexist remark like yeah every single time he spoke i was just like oh jesus christ not again i was like slay i was like you know what he, <laughs> he has a lane and he's sticking to it and i can appreciate that like also no like, one is the, expecting him to be sane you know also this guy is like like, this guy has to be like in his 80s and he and this is 1983 so this guy was like growing up like during world war one so honest <laughs> unfortunately what else do we expect no yeah i was like i was like you know what i like it he's sassy he's fun <laughs> the stuff he says is funny i can't deny it like it's just the know. way it's just the way it is yeah but um so with that unfortunately we get to the she blew her shot mm. part of the story that is still that like it was uh, obviously very prevalent during the day prevalent beforehand and it's still it's always been prevalent, prevalent. Yeah. yeah it's it's still prevalent now that's what like reading this comic i was just like oh no this again <laughs> this is happening again where it show depicts that you know jerry was doing very well at her job as a newscaster in cleveland and then her co-anchor he assaulted her and she and the thing is she fought it like she went to the higher-ups and said he like he did a terrible thing i want something done about this and they're like oh no actually you're drinking a lot so and and he's a really and he's a nice guy so we're actually gonna fire you because your your behavior is problematic i'm like oh yeah i've heard this story so many times and i've heard these stories within the past five years and the past 10 I've, years I've, pre I've heard these stories yesterday like they happen all the time it's such a problem thing especially when you grow up assigned female birth it is a constant problem and it's never ever gone away i know and what's great what's great here is that even with uh her obviously not telling everyone around her especially e even her brother which you know again this is the 80s so this is still like a time where it is this is something you do not talk about yeah so she, even her brother she hasn't told so everyone just sees her as this enormous fuck up especially and 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 on top of that there is the the alcoholism of it mm -hmm. all well i think she would also be ashamed to tell her brother you know she doesn't seem like the type of person that would want to be opening up and be vulnerable and to to be in that situation i think she would just be upset and her brother would probably try to do something about it and she'd be embarrassed by that and stuff like that so i understand yeah. why she didn't say anything for sure yeah and also you know this was uh she like she i feel like there's also like this in in this thing internalized within her of she also feels that she blew it mm -hmm. she feels that she that she fucked up somewhere which you know obviously yeah. she didn't but she feels that way so she also feels like well you know maybe like maybe i am the fuck up maybe yeah. i'm like there's like there, in the, the maybe i i i just you know maybe i just go ahead and be the person that they think they all think i am already let's just go ahead and like let that let that fly yeah absolutely um, but over the course of the story she it just realizes like wait no i'm not the fuck up i didn't fuck up there i did the right thing and i'm gonna do the right thing here yeah 
and I'm going to fight the giant Frankenstein monster <laughs> with a giant axe. Yes, fighting a Frankenstein monster with a giant axe, it's all I want out of anything, and I get that in spades. It's perfect. Yeah, it's so good. And I really liked how they brought in, like, older, I, I guess, older, like, uh, monster legends within that mythology within that mm -hmm. like the zombie being controlled by the witch is a trope that we don't see too frequently but it was like one of the most popular zombie tropes back in the day we see it in one scooby-doo episode that is really a baller episode i love that episode but um one of the scariest episodes as a kid. oh it's so good i that's like i immediately think of that uh every time i read the comic because i'm like this is just this the zombie that's the the exact same almost but um so I really like how they bring in that that mythology. I think it's really fun, and it's something that we don't see too frequently now. So I really appreciate how it. And again, like it just shows how much David knows about horror and how how much he loves the genre. Yeah, like this is this is very like there's a. I feel like there's there's a big reason why he set this in the '80s because this is yeah this was very much something that would that like this is like a movie that would come out in the '80s. Yeah. And like, oh, like comfortably alongside stuff like Fright Night and Child's Play and Absolutely. Monster Squad and, and and the Lost Boys and everything like this would have fit, fit right in in like 85, 86, mm -hmm. like right there with all with all those. And uh, yeah, David, please make this movie. <laughs> no, honestly, like I'm dying for it. I need I need Fangoria to produce like I need it. <laughs> David's going to play the werewolf. Oh, David will play everyone. He can play everyone. <laughs> he could do it too. He'll, he would like get like yeah. Give him the old man makeup. He'll mm -hmm. play. He'll he'll play Mister Frights because that's yeah. He'll play the nurse too. Yeah, uh, like, I just want to see him. Give. I just want to see him slay. Just like let him do whatever he wants. Just let him. He is act his heart. He out. is our modern Peter Sellers, and this is no, this yeah. is his this is his Doctor Strange love. <laughs> no, actually, like. When you, I mean, when you go through the list of like everything he's done, and you really think about all his work, like it's unbelievable how much he's how much he's been able to accomplish, and just how talented he is. So, anything he does, yeah, when, he can get behind. Like when he when he's talked about how like the Dark Knight was the first movie he was in, like, dude, really that one? Oh my god! And it's crazy to think about how he's been in like. The DCEU, the MCU, Dark Knight, Dune. Like, he's been in all these franchises. Like, it's amazing. And every time, yeah, I, every time he's memorable. Like, he, yeah. he sh shines brighter than anyone else. And it's amazing. I almost, like, I'm so excited for Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Yes! And I almost don't want to see it because he's not going to be in it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm like, ugh. You, you took, you took out my, you took the out my boy. Character. Yeah. I want him to. I want to continue to hear him yell about the 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 Baba Yaga. <laughs> Give him a TV show where he explores that. Yes, please. Like, like in fact, like let this like let David play Kurt and he and he does a show with Count Crowley. Yeah, it's perfect. He he is like he is her he is like her like he is her reluctant assistant of just like I I don't I don't want to do I don't want to do this this is this is this is crazy I don't like this. A Count Crowley TV show I hadn't thought about, but that would also be really interesting. Because I'd always yeah, thought about I feel it like, in like yeah. a movie format, but TV show would slay. 
yeah the tv show would be great shutter we're giving you yeah. ideas here just like yeah it would be up. like a like a supernatural type thing like i grew up watching you know supernatural and the vampire diaries so i was a big like i love monster hunters and so this show this comic really is like per- exactly i love that the, i love that we, we we do in fact watch the same things <laughs> Okay, uh, so because we have to cut the episode short a little bit, we're going to go ahead and take our, our quick bake break right now, everyone. So uh, listen to um, the ad that I decide to put in whenever I'm editing, and uh, we'll be right back after that. Hi, I'm Matt, a.k.a. Stormageddon, and I'm the host of CPOV Autographs at CertainPOV.com. It is a bi-weekly interview series where I interview folks from all over the arts, from writers to comedians to magicians to musicians, even actors, historians, podcasters, pretty much anyone who's willing to chat with me for a little bit. If you like interesting conversations with even more interesting people, go to CertainPOV.com or wherever you get your podcasts, and remember, music is life and life is good and we're back we totally haven't been uh talking about the the you know the how awful the healthcare system is in this country everyone (laughs) (laughs) totally not what we were talking about everyone unionize and go after and go after the politicians we will eat the rich anyway uh so because we are having to cut this episode a little bit short we're just going to kind of wrap up kind of wrap up our conversation on uh how this story ends so we earlier mentioned that like vampires are mentioned here, which of course my 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 little vampire heart was just like, oh, but we don't get to see them. Why are you yeah. bu- buzzing phone well, jerk? I for- I got forgot to turn my phone off. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, good. No, yeah, that little hint. I was like, I know they're coming in the next issue. Like, I know you're setting this up, but um. So I'm very excited for that. They definitely give us a lot to look forward to. I think the pacing of the comic as well is like really good with that, with really holding that suspense, but also just making you so excited to to read more because there's so much potential that they've set up. Like this series could go on for years because they just have so much material to work with. But yeah. Yeah, David, please, please, please keep making this. <laughs> if, if only for Corey and I, if only yeah, for the we'll two of us. Yeah, buying it yeah like i i and i yes yes all, all all day every day so like and like we get like this like they look like the scraggly like vampire hands from like Frank, like copeless dracula where yeah. it's like the like the long nail like no, gnarly i know fingers. that's what we would get to is like such a good old school dracula like that's what i want yeah and we have to like we also have to find out like what happened to the previous count crowley we still don't yeah. know what happened to yeah. him <laughs> What was, like, uh, why in, was that guy in his house? What's up with the cat? Did he get turned into a cat? These are all questions. <laughs> oh wait, what if he's the cat? <laughs> that would honestly be, that would, that is honestly oh, I want to be turned into a cat. You know, he just knows the cat knows too much for him to like. He just feels like a cat that was previously a person. I don't know why I didn't think of that earlier. I'm so happy. I'm so happy you've brought this to my. I'm so happy you've brought this to my brain space. This it is might perfect. just be because I watched Hocus Pocus recently, but like that was where I was, my mind was going with it. I was like, can I cat. can I admit can I admit something to you? I've admitted it on my other podcast, but I have to admit something to you. I've never seen never Hocus seen Hocus Pocus. I am a are bad you gonna horror fix fan. that now or like when you? I'm gonna. I you know honestly. 
I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna make this promise to you. To you, I, I, I made this promise I'm to my friend Angela, I, and and I I know we only met like an hour and a half ago, but I'm gonna make this promise to you personally. All right. As soon as we get done here, I'm going to pull up Disney Plus and I'm gonna watch Hocus Pocus. Okay, I'm holding you to that because the sequel's coming out in October, so you have to get ready. I know. Also, it's so I good. Mean, it's so. I also good. I also like only recently saw the scream sequels what it's like I, I yes so i'll explain i saw i've i've seen the first movie many 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 times in my life it is one of my I, i'm gonna say like one of my like top 10 favorite movies of all time i fucking love scream i only saw scream 2 for the first time back in december wow because uh, i was like i'm gonna watch all the sequel because like just because like i had always i always been under the impression that the sequels just weren't as good mm. because people like to make that claim which is yeah. completely unfounded the, the sequels are incredible. are incredible they are so good they have no business being that good they are exact everything you want from the sequels especially i was so happy with the fifth one that is my favorite sequel yeah i loved it it is. Uh, I am a proud Scream Three enthusiast as well. I thank love you. That. I think it's better than two. Unpopular opinion. Okay, I don't know if I go that far. <laughs> most people don't agree because, with me when I say that. <laughs> no, I, and, and and I think it's mostly because like I have, I do have such a love for Scream Two. Hmm. Um, I love, I love Gail's hair. Oh my that. god, it's I, so I, good. I usually go, I usually go off of the hair for me for Gail's hair. Like mm -hmm. I like. Here's the thing. We're, this is something we're going to agree upon. Gail's bangs in Scream Three are not bad. <laughs> They're camp, and that's the whole point of Scream Three: is that it is camp. It is the essence of camp. That's all I can. There's say. a reason why Parker Posey is screaming the entire movie. Oh my god! Just Parker Posey being in that movie alone makes it my favorite. But I know it's so good. And even like I'll say this: like I was the one that coined the term academic horror. Like I love a good college horror movie. I love them. But I don't know. I'd rather have that term than elevated. <laughs> oh god, elevated. I, I mean, academic is in like taking place at a school, but like yeah. Like Urban Legend? Yeah. Urban totally. Legend rules. Great movie. But I don't know what it is about Scream 3. It just spoke to my soul. <laughs> I love that movie. Yeah. I just, I love Scream 2 because we also get, we also get hot Jerry O'Connell. Oh, yeah. And anything that has hot Jerry O'Connell and also Timothy Oliphant. And Billy's mom. We get like a oh, Pamela Voorhees moment and it's just like. God and she, like she and like she has the short the short haircut like Betsy oh Palmer and she's so good and she I love her just being like oh no I'm doing this be just because I want to kill you just because yeah. I'm getting revenge like I don't care about anybody else but like you I have to fuck I have to mm -hmm. fuck with you um also scream to have the audacity to kill Randy yeah but anyway, so get back to Count Crowley. Um, I don't know where we got on the screen there. We're, we're gonna, like, you're, you're, we're gonna, we could, we could spend hours on that. Yeah. So we're not going to do that. Uh. But um, Count Crowley is so good. I don't see enough people talk about it. I wish we saw more people talking about it. And I hope it gets. I hope it. It really does get a good run. I, I don't know. I would. I. I think a lot about who I would want to see play Count Crowley if it ever happened. I think I'd lean towards 
Bex Taylor Klaus, who was in Hellfest and the Scream TV series. They would have to make Count Crowley non binary, but I think Jerry could that, absolutely. that would be great. I want I want a non binary Jerry. I feel like she already gives off NB vibes anyways. So Yeah. And, and, and if they want cast. if they don't want to go in that route, I would say like if you I would say cast older. Uh, yeah, uh, and, and I think I think a fun one, and we've already been talking about her, Parker Posey. Parker Posey would be so good. I think Kiersey Clement. Like there are so many different routes. Oh, Kiersey Clement would be so good. So good too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> let <laughs> me put that in my brain. <laughs> or uh, we're talking about Scream. Melissa Barrera would be really. Oh interesting. my god, yes, she would be so good. You know what? Yeah, Neff Campbell. She, Neff Campbell would be good too. Oh man, could you, could you imagine? <laughs> could you imagine late nineties yes, Neff Campbell? Yes, I could. Even uh, even Nev she's got, now. She had. Yeah, Nev Nev now would be great too. But I'm thinking like I'm thinking like, like craft Nev. between. Yeah, I'm thinking like Scream Two when she had that when she had that short bob. Yes, exactly, oh. exactly. We've put this in my head, and I'm sad I don't <laughs> I'm have. I'm putting it. it out there into the universe. Shutter, call us. We will write this show for you. No, David's got to write it. It's got to be David. He just knows it so well. He's got it down. We'll be in the right. We'll be in the writers' we'll room. We'll be there. We'll be, we'll be the. We'll, we'll be. We'll be his writers' we'll do room. Whatever else is needed. Yeah, sure, David. Do whatever you. Yeah, this sounds great. Please do whatever you want. We're not going to say anything. <laughs> yeah, no. Give him full creative control. I want to see it. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so just kind of wrap this up, Jerry. Like Jerry, uh, she 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 goes to AA. She's mm-hmm. on her journey. She starts her 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 path to recovery. Um, she's you know div- like her relationship with her brother is mending. Uh, the cop, fu- by the way, fuck cops. Uh, the, but the cop is letting her call him Jimmy again, which is which yeah, was they like have a, an interesting a, a, dynamic. I'm I'm curious. I'm curious to like. I really wanted to pick up Amateur Midnight uh, Monster Hunter now because I'm like I really want to see where that relationship yeah, goes to. Yeah. Uh, and of course, I go, I want to see the vampires. Give me the vampires. Give me yes. the vampires, please. I really want to know the, what and, other monsters they're gonna bring into the series. Oh, you know so many. I'm I'm ready. I'm ready for ghosts to be brought into yes. this. Yes. Please give me ghosts. Mm-hmm. I want ghosts. I'm always here for ghosts. I love a good ghost story. Yeah. Uh, how many times can I say ghosts in five minutes? We will find out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and and also wonderful. Like before the final page reveal, we get the reveal that the werewolf is in her AA meeting. Yes, which I honestly I hope they become besties and he finds a way to to kind of control the werewolf stuff so he you know doesn't. I want people. I want them to be like monster hunter partners where like yes. he uses his, his werewolf powers to fight other monsters. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and they just become the best of friends. They have and they go off and they even though Jerry, Jerry would be kind of reluctant to do it, like they go out and have picnics together as yeah. friends. Yeah. Go on picnics with your friends, everyone. <laughs> it can be nice. It can it's okay. It can be nice. Yeah. But we're um, gonna wrap it up on that note. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, you about to say something. You look like no, you're about no, to no. say something. <laughs> no, that I think okay. that's a good place to wrap it up. Then we're gonna wrap it up there. Uh so and then that means it's time for plugs. Uh Corey, where can everyone find you on the internet? And uh what have you got going on? Keep in mind this is coming out in a in a couple weeks. In a couple weeks. All right. 
you can find my blog at gorycory.com. That's gorycory with no E's. <laughs> and I post there monthly uh, where I post uh, reviews and I talk about social justice within horror and kind of just whatever I want to post on there. Uh, and then I also am on Instagram at underscore gorycory underscore. And I'm on Twitter 24-7 at gorycoryhorror. And you can find my podcast, The Scream Teens, anywhere you find podcasts. Uh, I co-host that with my friend Lenny. It's really fun. We talk about kind of the history of horror and our perspective on it as as teens. And uh, I have some stuff in the works. I don't know how much I can say about it. Um, Oh, I will say this probably by the time this is out. I will be fundraising for an anthology film that I'm working on with Screenagers. So be on the lookout for that because we've been working really hard in it. And I think it's going to be so much fun. I, I really can't wait. Yeah, that remi- actually reminds me. Uh, unfortunately, by the time this episode dr- drops, the 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 uh, Indiegogo will be will be over. I think. Oh God, I can't remember if it's Indiegogo. Uh, but my friend Seth Decker is actually making his uh, his yeah, feature film, yeah. uh, the Bludgeoning. I'm so excited for that movie. I've read the script already. Everyone, get excited for the Bludgeoning. It's going to be the best queer slasher horror comedy you've ever <laughs> seen since Freaky. Yeah. Uh, uh, a movie I have to rewatch, and everyone should go and watch. So good um, again. So, uh, with all that being said, uh, thank you, Corey, so much for being on the show. Thank I'm, you for having I'm, me. So, I'm I'm delighted to have you here. <laughs> thank you. Um, and uh, to kind of to to wrap this up, I'll you know talk. I'll I'll give my plugs. Uh, so, uh, listeners, thank you so much for 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 uh, for being here. Um, I love you all. If whatever platform you're listening to this on, if you're able to, please rate, review, subscribe. It helps the show grow. It helps this reach more people. And that's all I want this show to do is just people listen to it, read more comics. That's all I want. Um, so I also want to give thanks to uh, the wonderful Dan Purcell, the friend of all pods for crafting the beautiful theme song that opens and closes every episode. Thank you for to the wonder. Thank you to Nikki Berger who uh, crafted the beautiful artwork that adorns the show. And also thanks for uh, the certain POV network for continuing to put up with my bullshit and just letting me run rampant across the network and, uh, and, 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 you know, yell about comics. Uh, you can find, uh, you can find this show uh, among many others uh, on certain POV.com where we have so many shows like let's rewatch the real movie critic versus the Synagogue, panelology, men of steel, uh, Scriffy nerf herders. Uh, there are so, so many shows that you'll can check out. So please do so um and yeah so next week uh we will have our regularly scheduled long haul episode to replace a comics quest episode so look forward to that and we'll see you then love you all bye CPOV. CertainPOV.com.